The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This could, it could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Hello there, and welcome to Rantcast 110, entitled Feliz Navidad. Um, first off, you'll notice that the rubber chicken is uh, not with us today. He is, uh, you won't be hearing from him. He is still protesting last week's diatribe against him. He's deeply upset by this. It pains him, as it pains me. Um, because the thing that was interesting is, is that this, you don't have to listen to the rubber chicken and don't start. And you don't have to listen to him. All right. You can skip him. Not tough to skip. All right. That's why we have that thing at the bottom. You can roll right through him. Okay. So he's not, he's not, he's not a commercial. Uh, and, uh, you, you have to, you don't have to hear him. So it was seemed a bit much that you just couldn't skip it, but that's you know certainly uh, you're right to uh, to scream about it, the rubber chicken, and um, I will continue to wait, as will he, to see uh, about how folks are feeling. There have not been a lot of reactions, but this is a very strange time to ask folks for that, much as it was a strange time for Elon Musk to check in to see if we. Uh, if we wanted him to be the CEO of Twitter, what a, what a fucking planet are we on? Okay. If, yeah, and is he going to do it? You know, what are the chances? You know, it's like, uh, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm, it's tiring. It's exhausting. It's disturbing. 
Um, and the rules change every, every 24 hours. What does he think? Every, everyone, every 12 year old, uh, who might be on Twitter if they are, I don't even know, but any, anyone who's on Twitter could run it better than him. You know, I mean, anyone it's, uh, it's lunacy and he got crushed, but there are people who voted for him, you know? People who can't afford a Tesla, that's who voted for him. Is that mean? No. I think just obvious. It's, it's really tiresome that those who, who seem to, have, um, to get, who have the least to earn from his victory are the ones uh, who always seem to be the ones who back that person. Same, same with certain times in the Republican Party as of late. Um, they vote for people who will keep their their district in the news. But but this is, you know, let's keep, that was just a complete waste of time, energy, a distraction of, uh, you know, another just ludicrous, uh, you know, distraction. Uh, the, um, you know, the uh, Elise Navidad is, is what I'm wondering if, is, is the, the, uh, the immigrants gather in massive numbers, massive numbers at the border. And they know this was coming. Both sides, both sides, both sides have known this is coming. And, and one side blames the other. Stop it. You, you don't have time. Can't be blaming each other. Nobody gives a shit. You got it? You're going to have to figure it the fuck out. We look like a it's, it, we look like uh, the, the you know, it, it, you, you see this occurring around the world. Just, it, it, just, just never remember seeing anything on this epic a scale here. You know, how many, uh, how many Jesuses or, or, or Jesuses are they trying to bring into the country? And, uh, and which one uh, might, might be the one who actually, uh, you know, really uh, it transforms us more than possible, more than possible. Okay. It's just to do this at Christmas time, to stand at the border, to stand there is to prevent the entrance at Christmas time. Not even the words that are written on the statue of Liberty. Okay. Just it's Christmas where the hell are we? And we look at it, and none of us can do anything. And the good people of El Paso seem to be doing their damnedest. We have got to figure this the fuck out. And why um, the Biden administration believes, which I don't, because of no, uh, because of no explanation that you know, other than that we. we uh, that they have to, um, the title that 42, that the, uh, that the, this has gone to the Supreme Court. This was based at the, keeping them out was based on a health restriction. There is no health restriction anymore in place. So the Biden administration will take this up and point to no, no, there, there's no, no health problems anymore. You nuts. There are health problems, but it's certainly not enough to keep people up, but you, you're asking for $5 billion and then bitching 
the the Republicans should only give you two and a half billion dollars. And what I don't hear from either side, morning, day, night, any time, is literally, what do they think? What what does the five billion go to? All right? What does half of it go to? What is that gonna do? Huh? You're gonna let them in, and what will that do? Would you explain it? Explain how that's going to work. Explain how that's going to clear everything the fuck up. And they're trying to do this, trying to get in here while the, uh, because they don't care about this. It's like many Mar- Americans don't care about this. Uh, but they, uh, they're trying to get in while, after the House panel had urged the U.S. to, 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 to prosecute the former leader of our country. Not on um, um, one issue, on four. The, the front page of the Times, which I have here, all right? They, the House Committee criminal referrals, obstruction of an official proceeding. What's interesting is, is that um, nobody, nobody who reads this, who you're trying to get this through to, um, is going to understand half of this. It makes it a crime to corruptly obstruct, influence, or impede excuse me, any official proceeding or to attempt to do so. And so do they, they, you know, they'll just say that it had to be done, had to be stopped because there was, uh, there was, you know, fake votes. This was the total sham, this election. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what defraud means. Okay. I'm not, Quite sure. I'm going to read this. If two or more persons conspire either to commit any offense against the United States or to defraud the United States, each shall be fined under this title or imprisoned, not more than five years or both. All right. I don't know what that means. Sorry about that. Uh, I don't. Um, I'm going to look. Well, uh, defrauding someone means taking money by deception meaning that chances are they're trying to get him for uh, his uh, collecting money from people saying he was running for office uh, and he didn't spend it. And, uh, uh, and also he, they could say he uh, committed, uh, he was defrauding the United States when he had the Secret Service stay at his hotels for ex- extremely rid- ridiculous rates as opposed to having them actually put up at a place where it was the, what the government price tag was. And of course that put the secret service on their side because everybody wants a larger bathroom. Okay. Everybody, even the secret service. Um, then there's the conspiracy to make a false statement. Um, okay. I don't, it's a conspiracy to make, he made false statements. He made them. I'm not even going to read that. He made false statements over and over and over again. The last one being that he was uh, he uh, he didn't do his uh, the tax thing. Um, he made false statements. He said that his taxes were being audited. That's why they couldn't see his taxes. His taxes weren't being audited, so he flat out lied. Okay, and he flat out lied about the United States. Uh, you know that there was a. Uh, a concerted effort to take the election away from all of the bullshit. We can't keep repeating this stuff. 
Okay, it doesn't help. Um, but it does help when the Congress says no and throws the gauntlet down. There's uh, a word. There's a $20 word and says you can't cross this line and at least has left a message because I fear we will not punish him. And I don't give a fuck if they send him to prison or not, but he's got to be punished. We have got to start dealing with these idiots. Uh, and we've had a ton of them who have been the president of the United States that when they cross the line, we go, nope, that's it. Go fuck yourself. And, uh, and finally, in this one, incite, uh, assist, or aid, and comfort an insurrection. I don't know how you comfort an insurrection. Oh, come here. Uh, you, you know, let me give you a, uh, uh, something, a, a, a better uh, trigger there uh, for, your, for a better axe handle. What are you kidding me? Comfort. Sometimes lawyers use words that are beyond my comprehension. Um, but that, I didn't really mean to roll off the tracks there, but that was really, uh, to do that, they kind of follow each other. Um, I was getting ready to do this last night, to get the rant cast out, to get it done. And uh, they'd taken some notes and was getting ready to go and mulling it over and trip. Drip, drip. What's that? Drip, drip, drip. What, 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 what's going on? Drip, drip. There is water from the, uh, the boiler upstairs from one of the pipes that had been, uh, there was water coming out of one of the pipes and dripping into my apartment through the roof. I've gone through this before. It literally, uh, destroyed uh, the the wall of the apartment and um, in the sense that it was molded and had to be gutted. Uh, they had to um, redo the, the floor in my apartment. So when this started again, I flipped the fuck out. And that was the end of doing this. I was just going to come on. <laughs> if I'd come on last night, I'd say, my house is flooding. Merry Christmas. This is bullshit. Um, and that's what a Jew gets. That's, that's the lump of coal I got, but it was really, uh, I was very lucky. And if this, that's, if that's the, the worst thing that's happening to me, literally, I, I am, um, I'm doing quite well. Um, and I'm certainly not sitting at the border, the border, you know, it's a lot different. It's a lot different to sit at the border inside your head wondering if you're going to lose your mind or sitting at the border of the United States, wondering if you're going to get in and have a new life. You know, a big difference. I'm extremely lucky. I'm extremely blessed. Um, and uh, for us to be bitching and moaning and whining, we have to stop it. We have to look at the rest of the world and realize how, how well off we are. And that we could be all better off if we just held uh, some of the fuckers who were in charge accountable for the shit that they pull. This has been repeated day after day after day after day my entire life. Okay? Doesn't make you a socialist. Not in the least. What it makes you is someone who tells those that's in charge, hey, there are those at the bottom who are getting 
fucked. That's what it is. So do something about it. Okay? And stop with your belief that if you do something about it, that that will undermine uh, the drive and ambition of those people. Okay? That's a crock of shit that's been tossed out my entire fucking life. And I'm sick of it. Not just, just stop it. This Christmas should be an end of it. Okay? This Christmas and this Hanukkah. And what a Chinooka it's been. Um, I do hope that uh, you all have a really uh, merry, merry, happy, happy, and all that jazz. Um, and I, uh, I've got one thing I do want to read because it's just perfect. It kind of sums up uh, really the madness we live through on a daily basis. Um, Roger Stone, as you all know, is one of the 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 guys who was uh, behind. Uh, he was a Trump advisor. Uh, said on conservative on a conservative radio show that a demonic portal visible to the naked eye. Okay, just let's chew on that a while. A demonic portal visible to the naked eye. Visible to the naked eye, uh, and swirling like a cauldron, has opened in the sky above the White House. The media doesn't cover a lot of things that are true, Stone added. Really. So you say it's true, doesn't make it true. If, uh, if all of us walk out there, they showed um, the, uh, I've seen pictures recently on, you know, the, on, various news programs of the White House, and there, if there was a big swirling cauldron above there, I think I would have noticed. I think a lot of people would have noticed, Roger. Stop this. Can we end this fucking... When somebody comes on and makes up something that is so horrifically false, just horrific, on a level that really... Um, I, 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 one can't even call it propaganda. It's psychotic. When one makes a statement that is psychotic and hallucinatory and claims it's the truth, that's it. You, 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 I will repeat this again and again and again. You grab that person and go, we have to take you somewhere for a little bit of some sessions in terms of trying to get you back on track because you're not helping us get fucking anywhere. Um, and as I awoke this morning, the Mets, who I don't root for, uh, signed a shortstop or third baseman, I guess, Carlos Correa, who'll be converted to a shortstop, they say, or something. Um, I don't really give a shit. I have enough problems with my Baltimore team. Uh, they've, they spent more then um, I believe on him for the next 12 years, it's $360 million. It's more than um, the Orioles have spent on the, the whole uh, team for the last, I think if you added up the last, uh, you know, four years, five years, six years, seven years, I don't know. Wouldn't even add up to that. They said that it will cost uh, the team close to uh, over a half a billion dollars a year. 
That'll be their budget. It's got to be the budget of certain uh, third world countries, I would imagine. It's the New York Mets. It, that happened overnight. I fell asleep one night a while back and woke up and all of a sudden it was $170 million for for eight years and now it's $300 billion. It's got to stop. $300 million. What is the matter with us, huh? I, I don't get it anymore. Uh, I just hope we uh, we try to figure some things out over the, the the coming months and years. It's high time that we do. And uh, I want to wish you all a, uh, a Merry Christmas. I almost started to sing, but I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, a very super Kwanzaa. Starts on the 26th. It's not considered, I, I thought it, it was, it's not, it's considered, a, it's not considered a, um, a religious holiday. It's, uh, so um, to all who celebrate it, enjoy. And uh, as uh, Chinooka ends uh, and uh, Christmas starts, a very happy Chinooka. Um, I hope that, uh, I hope we grow up. And uh, I want to thank um, everyone um, who works on this Rantcast. I'd like to take this moment to just thank everyone who has put in time, energy, effort, and uh, such a wonderful job on the Rantcast. Not easy working with somebody like myself who you have to edit the shit out of. Um, and it's not the profanity, it's that I run into these cul-de-sacs and go, no, fuck, cut that. Um, but they've done a really... Uh, it's been a, they've done a really nice job, and I deeply appreciate them putting up with me. It's, uh, James Saulkind and um, AJ Batista, Matt Klein Schmidt, um, and uh, uh, my friend Ben Brewer, who also uh, is the uh, runs the tour uh, spectacularly. Uh, and uh, I'd like to. Uh, to, to really um, wish them all and wish you uh, nothing but the best for this coming year. We deserve a break today. And it's not fucking McDonald's. Take care of each other, please. Thanks. Thanks for letting me into your home. Oh, and I almost forgot. Um, I gotta tell you where the rants came from. I was so excited I remembered to thank people that I forgot to tell you that the rants come to us from Carmel, Indiana. There are also some uh, bonus extras. Uh, Carmel is just outside of um, of Indianapolis, home of the Kurt Vonnegut Museum and Library, where I am the uh, chairman of the board, which still strikes me as hysterically funny. Um, so uh, uh, it, it was a, it's a beautiful theater there. If you're ever out there and go, what, what should I do? Go on out to that theater and see a show. It is, it is it's spectacular. The, the theater is spectacular. It's more spectacular, I think, than any show that they could put on, except for maybe my own. That's it from here. It's enough of my rattling on. Thanks so much for 
for spending the time with me and for sharing your anger and your wisdom and your thoughts. It really does um, mean the world to me. Thank you. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're coming to you live from Carmel, Indiana, and we're in the beautiful, and I mean seriously beautiful, absolutely astonishingly beautiful, uh, Palladium Theater. <laughs> this is the first time that I've not appeared in Indianapolis proper. I usually was appearing there, so this has been a real pleasure to be here, I can tell you that. And, um, and, 
Indianapolis, Indiana is just down the road a piece, as we like to say when we're out here in the country. And, um, and it was there that uh, I became introduced to the um, Kurt Vonnegut Museum and Library, which I've now... which I was, I was approached and, and, uh, and ended up on, as an honorary member of the board, and I am now the, uh, the uh, this is frightening, I, I am the actual chairman of the board of the Vonnegut Museum. Uh, for those of you who don't know it, they do remarkable work. Um, Ban books uh, a week is uh, is is upon us, and um, they uh, they do everything they can to make sure that we don't uh, have to live through that again. And uh, every year we fight it, and every year we continue to fight it. And uh, if those of you who have not been to the museum. Uh, Fucking go there. It's literally spitting distance, okay? Get off your fucking ass and go down there, because it's well worth your time. And for those of you who've never read Vonnegut, take, take, do it. Just do it. Pick up one book. Do it. It's the easiest read on earth. And it's the, it's the most easy and profound read at the same time. So that's my little spiel. And, uh, and seriously, you are very, very lucky that uh, he lived in uh, the city of Indianapolis and that uh, you have that museum there and you have the folks who are there working really hard to make this world better. But now on to the rant is due. <laughs> and we go from that to holy fuck. Uh, this is from Britton Gray. Uh, front seats are awesome, but I'm sitting right in front of a speaker, hoping I don't go deaf by the end of the night. Is this the Lewis Black version of Gallagher smashing watermelons? Well, I'm, I'm, I, I hope you didn't go deaf, and if you did, uh, I'm, I'm, I, there's no way to fucking sue me. <laughs> and, and I was, uh, Robert Webster. Uh, why have we become, and this is a number of people uh, who followed suit about their, their, their being pissed about this, why have we become a society that is so incapable of handling four-way stop signs that we had to replace every intersection with a roundabout? There's, there's a lot of anger about roundabouts, a lot. A lot of stuff has happened in your state that one would think that you would have written about, but no, it's that everything seems to be directed at the roundabout. As <laughs> if that anger about whatever political thing is happening, whatever shit is going on, whoever it is you don't like, the governor, Mike Pence, whatever, you're fucking, you're in the roundabout, just circling it, going, that son of a bitch, that son of a bitch, that son of a bitch. This is Jess Nolan. Can someone please tell the boomers that your pharmacy is not a fucking McDonald's? When you scream and throw a fit over how long your prescription takes to fill, I do everything I can to make it take longer.
you. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Um, this is from Matthew Pizzo. Welcome to Indiana. I moved to Westfield in 2012, a stone's throw from where you'll be performing in Carmel on Saturday night. When I moved here, I purchased a home built in 2000. It was sort of on the edge of suburbia. Farms and country houses to my north and west. Civilization of the south with Indian Carmel. And since that time, I have seen the population as well as housing explode. I know growth is something that's unavoidable, but holy shitballs. Is there no driver at the wheel, no city official that can anticipate the problems ahead? <laughs> to borrow a phrase, this shit's off the rails. <laughs> I'm originally from back east, and I saw all this endless building during my formative years. They just built more houses, more strip malls, more wider roads, more useless filler to fuel the big capitalist machine. Like we need another fucking Mickey D's? Lewis, isn't there any judgment anymore about the good things in life? Nice parks, good eateries, open spaces, unique places to visit. Amenities are what make a place worth living, and we do have some, but for Christ's sake, the ratio is heavy on the housing. It's going to turn into a congestion density hellhole like New York City, D.C., and Philly. Why does anyone want that in the future? My two cents, get a city planner to spread the shit the fuck out. No more goddamn one-quarter-acre lots. Why be like everybody else? It's like we only know how to do it one way. I don't get it. Guess I can always move to the next town north. Then I'll get to experience this all over again in 10 years' time. <laughs> Till next time. That's, uh, I experienced that in Silver Spring, Maryland, where I'm from. I, I watched as they just, they came in, we had the, ours was the only neighborhood. And then boom, 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 boom. They took away the farmland, they took away everything. What I said about Maryland, as in my youth was as one of my first jokes was as they, they came to Maryland and they looked at the most beautiful feckin' green earth ever and said, fuck, I'm gonna build me a mall. <laughs> this is from Kathy Stoppert. Uh, I'm making my way to your Carmel show all the way from the United Kingdom and it will be an absolute privilege to see you. Well, well thank you, it's, it's a little over the top. Now, <laughs> now to my rant. A titled A Cautionary Tale of a Mature Lady's Birthday Suit. I'm very concerned that young women today are becoming overly obsessed with body image trends by certain celebrities. I'm racing toward my mid-60s now and I'm trying very hard to stop everything above my waist from heading south below my knees. I visit the gym regularly and on one such occasion I can only say this dilemma grew into a monumental fucking mental proportions in a manner I wasn't expecting. Having finished a workout, uh, I jumped into the shower and was telling myself down when I heard, that's fucking disgusting. I turned to look where this delightful voice came from, and there standing before me were what I can only describe as two teenage Stepford Kardashian clones, identically dressed in buttock and breast-enhancing lycra. Perfect makeup, perfect hair, perfect teeth, perfect pouting lips, perfect manicured nails. I gave him a frosty glance and channeled my best Robert De Niro. Are you talking to me? 
The instigator of this remark replied, yeah, I'm fucking talking to you. I don't want to look at that every time I walk through the door. She raised her arm like the grim reaper and pointed her index finger, you know how this goes, Lewis, and said, go into another room so I can't see you. Or go in a cubicle, lock the door, and don't come out. I was gobsmacked. I'm no Marilyn Monroe, but Jesus Christ! I didn't think I looked that bad. A chill fell upon the changing room like a damp, limp fog descending onto the moors. <laughs> that's just, that's only in Britain would you fucking. It's one of the reasons I've chosen not to live there. At this moment, Lewis, I wanted to slap her perfectly makeup sculptured, wrinkle-free fuck face from one side of the gym to the other. But my inner voice said to me, Kathy, fortitude. <laughs> so I took a deep breath, chin up, shoulders back, and much to their horror, slithered my disgusting naked body towards this young lady. And I use that term very loosely. I said, I don't give a shit what you think of me. We all come into this world naked, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. With a vacant expression, she shook her head and replied, meh. I said, I can clearly see, my dear girl, that you have a brain the size of a gnat. Do you honestly think on that wonderful day your mother jettisoned you into this world from her orifice, you look like that? I don't think so. You look more like something that bursts out of John Hurt's stomach in the film Alien. <laughs> You're fucking nuts, she said. Tell me something I don't know, I replied. I'm gonna report you to management. I said, go ahead, huh, huh? And exactly what the fuck for? Okay, girls, come on, grab your lippy, let's go. I continued to shuffle my now cold, by this point, disgusting, naked old body toward the door. I grasped the handle firmly. I opened the door, and to my surprise, standing there was Dave the Cleaner. To say their feet moved so fast they didn't touch the ground is an understatement. Poor Dave was trampled to death in the rush. How the hell are these young women going to deal with growing old if they have this attitude towards older people and the aging body? She made me feel like Quasimodo's lost twin. I didn't have this mindset when I was their age and this obsession to be perfect. I'm far from it. What's going wrong, Lewis? Hmm? Why should these teenage girls feel the need to insult me in such a degrading manner? Am I, oh, fight, fuck, 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 fuck. I hate fucking Apple. God damn it. Uh, What's going wrong? Why should these teenage girls feel the need to insult me in such a degrading manner? Am I really just getting too old or am I missing something? So I'll finish with a famous quote, if I may. Growing old ain't for sissies, and it certainly ain't for these two. And yes, I would have walked into the gym reception in all my naked glory to commence battle with the, um, the, the Stepford Kardashian clones. My best, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. From Rebecca, Rebecca Brindle, Brindle Scala. Okay, now I'm going to do this. Now you don't do it, do you, you fuck? You fucking piece of shit. All right. See, usually if you tap it, it comes into a larger form, but it doesn't do that unless you fucking do it by accident, and then you got to scroll over. Fuck you, Apple. Dear, dear Lewis, 
We share our birthday, so happy belated birthday to you, and I love hearing you, etc. I am a good daughter and a proud Hoosier, too. But I do live in New York and have for 39 years. I rely on my GPS unit as I'm in a very unhealthy and codependent relationship with my fucking phone. On that note, and this is why I'm, you can, I will say that my GPS in my phone is a fucking cunt. Yes, I said cunt. And I'm a woman, and I think it's the best word for a whole lot of things and people. This GPS lady, the cunt, regularly has the audacity to ruin a fucking beautiful day by suggesting out of the blue that I should, in 800 feet, make a left turn. What? I'm in a moving vehicle. How the fuck do I know what 800 feet looks like? <laughs> Suddenly, this robot bitch expects me to perform math and physics calculations. Well, I'm supposed to be focused on the goddamn fucking road. Maybe I should pull over, get out of the fucking car with a tape measure, walk the 800 feet but first before continuing on, just so I'll fucking know exactly where the fuckity fuck I'm supposed to turn. Fuck! The first time I ever heard her voice, I was tooling along, happy as a clam. Are they really happy? And some dumbass fuck cut me off and nearly caused my death. I yelled, fuck you, you fuck. And a voice in my car, the dumb fucking cunt GPS phone, explained the word fuck and its origins. How it is used in the sentence and what I can do with it. Ha, oh boy. And then got into a screaming match with my fucking phone. I told her she could go fuck herself. And her reply was, I don't think I understand. Is it she the one who, while I was in severe danger of being killed, decided to recite Merriam Wesley's definition of my favorite word, fuck? I give up, Lewis, help me. Yours fucking truly, Rebecca in India, New York. So glad I will be in Garma when you are. Yay, the fucking GPS lady can stick it up her ass because I'm taking an Uber <laughs> so I can drink heavily. Laugh out loud, thank you so much, Carmel. Last night we were in uh, Carmel, Indiana, not Carmel, uh, which is in California, and they both have separate names, even though they're spelled the same. And that's what makes English a wonderful language. Also, what makes English a wonderful language is people can express their, their anger. And so uh, these are a couple of extra rants that came in last night that I just felt in terms of... Uh, the audience would be a, a bit of a, like throwing a gasoline and a burning match out there. So I'm, I wasn't going to do it, I'm, but I am going to read them and get them out there, and uh, I will wait your responses. Um, they, there are a, a few of them. This is from Catherine Brand. Lewis, do you know how much these fuckers hate women in Indiana? I deserve a safe pregnancy, but Todd motherfucking Rokita, Governor Holcomb, and other fuckers who have never even met me decided it'd be great to increase Indiana's maternal mortality rate before I have a chance to get pregnant. Mike Braun said, as a father and a grandfather, in his response to my email, as if he was bragging that his wife got to be pregnant while it was safer to do so. Mike Braun, in effect, said, fuck you, I got mine. He said that to me, but he can still show his fucking face in public. Fuck him. 
Fuck everyone who wants to control my body. Take a shot from my menstrual cap and shove it. God bless the abortion providers. I think you might understand why I wouldn't throw that out in Indiana, which just seemed to be having a bit of a tussle over the issue. This comes from Joe Jeggs. He, uh, he's a member of the audience last night in, in Carmel, Indiana. Lewis, the hypocritical residents of Martha's Vineyard, who have personal wealth and the ability to provide shelter for immigrants, declined the opportunity to do so, saying the blue-collar border towns should be doing this. Why are they even living there when all the global warming forecasts and rising ocean waters project that the coastal Martha's Vineyard uh-huh, will be underwater any day now? Joe, I would... Uh, I think you're trying to make a point here. I think um, that what you're saying is is that uh, they are stupid for living there, and therefore they're probably stupid about their attitudes toward these uh, immigrants arriving there. And uh, I think uh, one can certainly uh, say that there um, is a problem at our border for sure, and that um, they uh, we have a, a major problem there. But the, f the fact of the matter is um, that you also don't, uh, you know, basically uh, kind of fool people uh, who are entering this country. And by, by coming up with some bullshit, uh, you're the governor of another state. I, I don't, I'm not even going to get into it, Joe. Um, uh, and the folks, what we saw, at least what I saw, I don't know what you saw, but the folks in... Um, Martha's Vineyard did what they could and then uh, sent them on to places uh, where actually they're going to get employment. Now, that's what I heard. Why don't you, if you want, send me another uh, rant and tell me what you heard. But that's what I heard. So, um, and I won't, and I, there's an entitlement to the many of the folks in Martha's Vineyard. That much I know. Okay? I, but you didn't talk about that. And I won't. Not today. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.